whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Sometimes when we get lost in the vacuum of self, we fail to realize that we are not really alone here. Sometimes we get lost in the vacuum of self. My life, my happiness, my problems, my day, my night, my week, my weekend, the vacuum of self. When the reality is that we fail to acknowledge it in some context, there is no vacuum of self. Unless you're living as a hermit somewhere or a sage on some mountainside or some valley or some place where you isolate yourself until people find you seeking out your wisdom. There are still some people of that sort on this planet. Most of us subconsciously believe and speak as if we're living by ourselves. I said most of us because what are some expressions that verify this? When we see someone we say how is your day? How is your morning going? Good morning to you. We are encouraging that vacuum of self. Versus expressions such as, how's life treating you? Life encompasses not just you and I as individuals, but others. The point I'm getting at is that our present situation does not have to define our future. We more consciously Acknowledge that this vacuum of self is a falsehood. It's perpetrated by expressions such as my day, my morning, my evening, my night, my week, my weekend, my, 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 but it's really collectively our day, our night, our evening, our week, our weekend. Yes, we do take some time for our 
cells have to have that time for individual introspection, alone time, however you define that self time. But we also, I think, should acknowledge that this thing called life is really a collective consciousness. As one poet once wrote, no man is an island. So there can be, there may be an island isolated somewhere in the middle of some ocean where none of us as human beings are such. We are actually an island in the sea of humanity or perhaps some type of landmass, symbolically speaking. Which goes back to the point of our present versus our future. Our future comes with each breath. I mean, so, well, well, the future is like tomorrow, the next end of the day. The reality is time is continually moving forward. And even as I do this podcast, my future is being stepped into. We're continually stepping into our future. So why not let our present become a conscious mechanism for creating the type of future we want since time like us and we're part of the times continuum we're moving forward we're time the only part of us that's moving perhaps no I can't say it like that we are moving forward with time we have the same 24 hours of the day we have the same five day week seven, seven day week the same month with its varying days from 30 to 31 days, the same 365 days. Unless that's what man has created called a leap year. There's one extra day in it. According to how we as human beings have chosen to calculate time. So why not be more conscious of this point? that we are part of a collective mindset, number one, that we, our present can create the future we desire. Yes, it may come with some sweat equity. Yes, you may have to do a little extra push, whether it's you want a job you like and you want to become better at it. Whether you're in a relationship that you want to improve your side of the relationship in. To meet with the other person's side or other people's side because relationships are not always one-on-one as we know. They can be a collective type of relationship such as a place of employment where you interact with co-workers and y'all are basically working out some type of plan of action that perhaps someone else has laid upon you to carry out unless you're in a position of decision-making where you make that plan. It's a collective mindset, y'all, of creating some type of future. So, I'm going to ask again, why must, why, 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 I'm going to ask this question, why, 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 allow yourself, why should I allow myself to become a prisoner of my present when 
part of the collective mindset of humanity, I have the potential to create some type of future. And it's like, you know, you saying that alpha, aren't you using I, singular, then the we, plural? Yes, I am. Because in the collective mindset, the I is only one I of many. So when you get back to it, whatever you're going about doing day to day, you're interacting with a human being, so the I is never really an I. It's never really an I. We are never really truly alone. Thanks to technology and social media and other things we as human beings have used our infinite minds to create. We're all plugged in one way or another to each other, directly or indirectly. This thing of present creating future, this thing of the I and the we being one at some point. The I and the we being one at some point where they intersect. I challenge you, I challenge you, listener, I challenge you, I challenge you to create some type of future that your past will thank you for. Do not become as some have studied. Do not just settle every single day. You mean we have to settle at some point. Like one punch clock, some of us, depending on what you do for a living, or should I say, do for income. Difference, different income. Living comes from a matter of perspective. Some say, well, I work to earn a living. No, you work to earn income to provide you with some type of lifestyle to take care of something in your day-to-day grind, your day-to-day life. You work for income. You don't work for a living. Living is a mindset in my, percep- my perception and thinking. Living is a mindset of this is what I do to have the type of life I want. Or to cover the life I'm now living day to day when I get up, when I go to bed. This is what I do to earn some type of finance, some type of income in my present. And how I use this towards my future will determine how my future looks, this income. Now, this time of COVID 19, some of the lives have been upset. Some of the things have been thrown out of sync. Some of the people are out, have lost jobs. It's been on the other side of all of this. So many individuals have made great strides and made great gain, have had doors open. I had one individual tell me, I work in the food industry and I'm laid off and I don't have a job. I can't do what you do. I don't want to make this person really upset. He didn't say it like that. He said it in a manly kind of voice, but. You came across my hearing, my ears, my listening came across to me as whining. Because there are some jobs out here. I'm not getting to numbers. I play with numbers here, there, this way, that way. Unemployment, employment versus unemployment. If you allow yourself to be as this person was and thinking, if you're in that position of being unemployed, because you work in a certain type of industry, and you choose not to go out, 
or find a way to get some other type of employment coming in, then that falls upon you, I believe. Because you're allowing your present and your thinking for whatever reason and not help you to see that you can do different in your future. Future with time moving forward. Yes, there are some people out here hitting the streets, hitting the beat, working, trying to find jobs, and some jobs are not materializing. I admire those folks when I read about them and I hear about them because they are stepping into their future and they're continually pushing and grinding and going. Instead of sitting like saying, oh, this is what I do when I get better. Those of you who caught the earlier podcast episodes, involved with COVID and, <coughs> excuse me, with COVID and has an impact upon the black or African-American community. Those who have went back and have listened to it, I mean, go back and listen to it now. When I did the report, the collaboration I did with uh, Mr. Terry, uh, throughout that, we also talked about the positives of people out moving and doing and working for some type of social change and how the need needs to be made socially within your own community. First, in some instances, it's black folk or African Americans, whichever label that's been placed upon us, we have to make the change within our own community. First, we have to become the catalyst for the change that we want others, whether it's government, whether it's civic organizations, whether it's religious organizations, we have to become the force for change within. So at the end of the day, our black lives really matter because we are now stepping forward, making changes. Uh, we're changing our eating habits and we're changing our lifestyles and we're making adjustments. And yes, if you can only afford X, Y, Z and you can't eat this or that because sadly, <laughs> that monster systematic racism is alive and well in our present. And sadly, it dictates how so many, so much the future, our futures are as people of color. But here's the thing, it may dictate it, but we can take the story and dictate a new storyline. We can write a new storyline as individuals and we can tap into the collective mindset of those who want to do better. Because it's like Jim Ron once said, we become the sum total of the five people we live around. We interact with. That's what other speakers said, if you show me your closest friends, I will show you your future. If you look at my present and see who I'm around, then you will see my future. And because of technology, you don't have physically have to be with the person anymore to recreate your future from your present. Me, I interact with very few people from time to time, directly outside of family, and your closest friends. I choose my circle more carefully now. <coughs> Excuse me. Allergies and stuff got me. Really bad, but the seasonal changes now. As I record this podcast, it's speaking about rain coming in. I'm getting like I'm in it. But I'm going to make do because I'm going to continue taking my present and pushing to my future. Just like I realized I hadn't recorded an episode last week. And normally that episode goes up on Thursday, but it didn't happen. Here is Monday, and now I'm getting to it. Episode, this, this episode, I actually wrote it up last week. I got lost in my present situation. It did not create my future podcast for Thursday. Because you see, we all get lost. We all make missteps. It's part of the human experience. What I'm saying is tap into it, your collective mindset of individuals hanging with others, learning, interacting, whether online, offline. Acknowledge that 
even though there's the I, we're still part of the we. If those, like Jamal once said, the closest five people you hang around. Well, the other speaker once said, if you show me your friends, I will show you your future. I'll show you your future. Because we all given the same 24 hours a day. We all given the same five days a week if you work a five day work week. Or we're given the same seven days a week. We're given the same days in a month. We're given the same months in a year. We all have this thing in our heads called a brain. And if it's functioning as it was created to do, and I do believe in creation, and everyone has a different capacity to learn and learn differently. However, this thing we call a brain has this consciousness called a mind, and the mind is infinite. So if the mind is infinite, why are we choosing? Why are we allow? Why are we choosing? Why are we allow? Why are we choosing? Why are we allow our minds to function as if they're in a box? Individually or collectively, why are we choosing to force our future endeavors, our things we desire to do in a box when time to continually move forward? And we have this, we can't stop that because we're moving forward. We are moving in the forward direction regardless. Why not take that? Like an old Ben Hur movie. You can look it up, it's an ancient movie. Chair, chairs, racing in a race. He grabbed the reins and he took his chariot and there were people fighting and taking wheels off of chariots and they were just battling out in this race, very brutal race in ancient Rome. And yet he held on, he steered his chariot and his horses into victory. He did not take what was happening ugly in his present and let it deter him from winning his future. We have so much more control because we've been given this gift of mind, which is infinite. And yes, in some of us, it doesn't work the same. We have human frailties and infections. For those of us who do, which are a lot of you who are listening to this podcast episode, I don't know what your future dreams look like. I don't know what your life looks like, but I do know if you're able to hear this podcast episode, if you're able to reason on some of the information, you can take your present by the reins to drive yourself by horses into your future. When there's racial issues or other type of issues in your community, you can sit back and not just wait for others to do. You can become the force and catalyst for that change as you talk about. If it's nothing but speaking to someone of a different race, engaging in a conversation, perhaps a debate with someone who may never agree with you, but at least you talked. And which words are spoken, they have a funny way of resonating back in the subconscious. Because again, our minds are infinite. And our minds allow us to take our present and formulate futures for ourselves. And yes, some dreams will never become a reality. Someone told me when I first started doing the podcast that I would have a listener base that I have, that I will have people chiming in online and supporting what I do the way they do after all the failed endeavors I did before, engaged in before. There's a blogger 
It's a leader, group leader who led a group to great numbers to have it fall apart. But I didn't capitalize the newspaper articles that were written about me because I didn't understand their value. But there were lessons learned along the way. I look back, lessons learned along the way. That back in then, not the past, my future was being created because I didn't take time to listen, to learn, to continue to go, to step, to ask the questions that I do. That's why I'm putting them on your table now. In your present, do not be afraid. Because if the collective mindset is real as I believe it is, you're not the smartest person in the room of life or your profession and your personal life. Now I'm not the smartest person. I don't have all the answers. Then you tap in that collective mindset and your present will be better. Your your future will be created in your present. The saying goes, if you walk in a room and you're the smartest person in that room, you're the wrong room. Sometimes you have to walk in a room and you have to do something that's really hard for me. Sometimes I have to shut your mouth and just listen. Just listen and observe because the information you gain, the knowledge you may gain will be that, maybe that what you need to take your present and create your future. If you get up in the a.m. hours, which is suggest that those most successful people get up in the early morning hours. Read, study, meditate. We have a beautiful thing called audio books now. Back in the day, it was CDs and tapes. Some of you may not know what CD is or tape is. But in a way, we have, we have access to information that we can process and listen and learn and grow. Those who create futures are continual learners. Continually realizing, acknowledge, not just we acknowledge it because it's part of reality, we acknowledge it because we're now maximizing how to use it. We're using our present, we're using time to create our future. I encourage you to step, step into your future. Determine what you're passionate for, determine what you want to do. I now have two notepads going. In addition to posting those that carry in my pocket and a vision board going. Though I'm a writer, I'm a poet, I realize my finances are going to get better. I just start checking on them and putting it down in writing and seeing where the numbers are. So when I waste, spend money wastefully, I say, oh wow, that's what happened to it. Another one, not a to do list, but to go list, to go list going to my future. I said, God, I challenge you, dear listener, I challenge you. Find not what you're passionate for. Find your development processes. The information's out here. Seek it. Get it out. Look at your circle. If they, if they are feeding you and you're comfortable, if you are comfortable, if you make twenty five dollars an hour and you're comfortable with it, that's great. But if you know your mental capacity is for so much more as far as earning, then why are you selling? If you work five, six years to get a job and now you're happy in it, great. But what happens the day you realize that you are just a servant, a cog and a wheel, a part of the system, and you're building someone else's future, someone else's dream? If you never realize that, okay. You come from where you're at, okay. But you're not doing that mind that you've been blessed with Justice, you're not treating it. You're not maximizing. You've been, been given an infinite mind. Most of us. Why settle? 
I ask you, why so? Listen, why so? Why so? I look around this country, America, and I see since the spark, I believe, was George Floyd, how corporate America has changed the way it interacts with African Americans. I've seen some of the changes. You can look in the news, you can go to social media, you can go anywhere. There's been changes made now as were changes made back in the day when they crossed the George Pettis Bridge and the dogs were turning on them. The police would attack black folk and white folk. It was every race that was out there walking towards that bridge, marching peacefully for civil rights that were attacked. But even now, at this time, we live in authorities are jumping on peaceful protesters. But these are individuals that are using their present to create their future for themselves and a collective mindset. This is where their hearts are being led. This is how they speak. Because they realize that nothing will ever change. No systems will ever be torn down if you don't walk, talk, and speak, and fight. They're individuals with their individual mindset tapping the collective mindset of the present to create another future, perhaps for generations to come. Because like those in the civil rights movement in Alabama that crossed that bridge, these individuals are out there marching, going, knocking on doors, driving the vote, fighting on that being a fight in America to bring about the change in America. You as an individual have the same ability in your personal love to fight that fight, to take your present and work towards creating a different future if you choose to. Now, everywhere you're at, you're comfortable, great, but if you're comfortable where you're at, why not become the best at where you're at? You become the best at where you're at, you're still feeding your mind, you're still growing, you're still moving forward. You're not somewhere you have... Excuses do not come when you're moving forward as easily as they do when you're sitting still. I challenge you one last time. Harness the power of your present. Embrace the infinity of your mind to create the type of future you desire.